yeah. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. The good guy come in last place. Last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. All right, welcome to Say Hello to the Bad Guy. I'm your host, Locke, and this is the podcast where we drink, smoke, and bullshit about the life of a historic criminal, normally. Uh, today, we're going to do things a little bit different, but we'll get into that in a minute. First, let me introduce my guest today. First with us, we got DC. What up, doe? And also with us, we got Tone. What up? Like I said, normally we cover historic criminals. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to cover some criminal history. Same thing. We'll just flip it. I like it. Uh, well, a lot of times doing research, I find these little odd stories or side things that are re- related or interesting, but don't necessarily fit into the format of the show. Mm-hmm. So I figured, well, it's my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> 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 so we're going to do these little mini episodes or side stories. We'll probably do them every other week because uh, a full length episode takes a while to get all produced and out anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe mix in some of these every other week. We'll see how it goes first. I like it. But one thing we're not going to steer away from, because it's the reason I do the show, is the drinking. So, <laughs> DC, what are you drinking today? So, I found a new beer store. I was tired of, uh, I had ran out of kind of tall cans that I hadn't had. And I know there's more out there. It's just the stores next to me, I I drink them all. <laughs> and so, I found a new beer store, and I came across this uh, Sierra Nevada Hot Bullet Double IPA. It's like an 8% beer. It's uh, it's pretty good. Tastes like an IPA, but it doesn't. It's it's almost like a IPA mixed with almost, not quite a stout, maybe a, like yeah. like something else in it. But it's it's actually pretty delicious. You know, I think it's crazy. You always drink the high gravity beers mm-hmm. and you always drink the tall cans too. Yes. That's the only way. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, luckily we're all big boys, so we can handle our shit. So. Exactly. All uh, 260 <laughs> pounds of them. All right, uh, Tone, what are you drinking today? Deschutes. 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 I wonder, is that German or is that, uh, I wonder. It sounds like it's German. Yeah. I, I would say somewhere's in that Maybe. area. But, uh, yeah, it's Fresh Squeeze <laughs> IPA. Kind of having the same issue. Drank up all the stuff. Drank them all. So I'm like, eh. Getting a little bored of them. Went to the store a little closer to your house, got on the way here, and uh, found that. And I was like, I haven't had that yet. How is it? I like it a lot. I'll definitely be drinking it again. Nice. I don't normally drink ciders, but Blake's had this once. They did a cinnamon donut stout mm-hmm. that was limited edition. Mm. So my wife went out there to grab some of those. And it was all right. But all of them, this is the one I actually like the most. It's a caramel cider. So mm-hmm. it tastes like a caramel apple like okay. in a can that'll get you drunk. <laughs> nice. And uh, it's, it's Blake's, so it's a mm-hmm. local. A lot of people go to Blake's Orchard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of people go out to Blake's all the time and didn't, like, I've, I usually go to Wired's or whatever, but I've been to Blake's and never even realized, like, oh, yeah, I could yeah. be getting drunk here? Yeah, that's crazy. It's funny, I haven't been to an apple orchard since I was a kid. Yeah, me either. But uh, ciders, this is what's funny. I actually like cider beer. The problem is, at most, I can only drink two. If I drink more than that, it's like, I get a, like, a, my stomach yeah. feels weird. I, I agree, and I put them down, so that's why I can only do a couple. I need oh. something that I can, you know, pound. drink. <laughs> All right, well, we'll go ahead and get started, and today we're going to be covering the TRG. This ain't negotiation time. This is Scarface, final scene, fucking bazookas under each arm. Say hello to my little friend. Sounds like a race team. <laughs> All right, so we got TRG. The Tiny Rascal Gang, okay. sometimes referred to as the Rascals. <laughs> the Tiny Rascal Gang is a California street gang. 
their story begins, like the story of most California street gangs, in Cambodia in 1975. <laughs> That's where they all begin. <laughs> Every California gang story starts in 1975 Cambodia. Cambodia. So 1975 in Cambodia, that's when Pol Pot and uh, Khmer Rouge, they won the Cambodian Civil War. Won't go too into it, but people that will know, like some people have heard of the Khmer Rouge or Pol Pot, uh, he went on to commit the uh, Cambodian genocide. Hmm. So he killed millions of people, roughly a quarter of the population. Damn. Yeah, he was was a monster. Well, I mean, you see this baby standing by this pile of skulls. Yeah. I mean, that kind of sums it up. I mean, it, what's real crazy, like I said, we won't get into it, but you read, like, Pol Pot's, like, he didn't want people to read books or have mm-hmm. jobs. He wanted them all to move out of the cities and move back to the farms. And It's crazy. Super intense. It's crazy how much, uh, in modern times, the struggles that we do have and we go through, and we're like, man, it's the worst it's ever been. And then you hear <laughs> stories like this, like, oh, we got it pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> what What is that uh, on the bottom right? Uh, that's the Khmer Rouge flag. Okay. What so, is it? <laughs> I have no idea. It looks like maybe some fancy building. Yeah, yeah, I kind of see. I, at like first, a, I thought it was like some kind of like a couple missiles or something, or maybe even like some kind of Atari spacecraft. It's that uh, Atari. <laughs> it's that three. Be- it's that three-breasted chick from Total Recall. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. <laughs> They're big fans of Arnold. I forgot all about that. <laughs> So the Khmer Rouge gets overthrown in 1979, and America gets flooded by Cambodian refugees. Over over 100,000, like 160,000 Cambodians fled to America. And the way America does it is what they typically do with refugees is they don't send them all into one area. They kind of split them out. They put them in all the little different neighborhoods. But when you hear the names, it'll like Lowell, Massachusetts, which is, you know, low uh, <laughs> Providence, Rhode Island, you know, mm-hmm. the, all the poor and low-income spots they just stick them in groups right. mm-hmm. uh, but one of the spots that a bunch of them ended up in was long beach california lbc many in the community struggled to assimilate due to language barriers economic issues and ptsd you know they're coming from a war-torn country mm-hmm. now gang legend tells that the roots of the rascal started with a fight between a latino and a cambodian youth that ended up leading to a bunch of the young refugees kind of clicking together for protection in addition to that, the younger Cambodians were starting to assimilate to Western culture, which is very different from the Cambodian traditional roots that they came over with. Mm-hmm. So all their parents and grandparents had these like real strict beliefs and behaviors. And you know how kids are. You leave kids anywhere for a year or two, they just become their environment. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They start seeing all the other kids in their neighborhood doing them like the hell yeah, come on. i can't do it <laughs> come, on, come here and eat and sit on the floor and go to bed early right. and shit. i think you got at most two generations so not the not the ones that originally come over right mm-hmm. you got their kids they're probably going to convert a lot of them but at the very least the next group forget about it they're americans they're completely americanized they don't know anything about yeah, the old country or the old way of doing things. Yeah, it's kind of like that fresh off that boat show. Yeah, that uh, I forgot the dude's name, but you know he does. He's like a cook and yeah. all the shit in hip hop. But yeah, I think he, they were second generation, right? I think they were. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, and he was all into like hip hop. You know, they spoke perfect English. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you see it right in there. The grandma right. was still those strict traditionalists. Mm-hmm. The parents were a little bit foot in both worlds. 
Yeah, the youngest boys wearing Tupac shirts, right. and, you know, <laughs> Jordans and shit. So a lot of this button heads would lead to a lot of these Cambodian uh, Cambodian youths. They'd rebel against their parents and just run away and turn to the streets. And between the fact that they're catching flack from outside street gangs and that a lot more of them ended up living in the street, they ended up clicking together. And that started the formation of the Tiny Rascal Gang. So the first thing they did is they, adopt, they adopted Americanized versions of street gang culture. Hand signs, graffitis, colors, the style of dress. A lot of them would shave their heads. You know, they just became an American gang quick. Named their own gang yeah. signs. Yeah. I think it's hard to go into a new area, new culture, everything's fresh for you, and not adapt everything from the good to the bad. So listen, if we're going to become a gang, I mean, what are we going to do? Walk around with suits on three people? No, we're going to get some rags, some colors. We're going to put up some gang signs. We're going to tag a few buildings. That's what we do in America. <laughs> we're going to do when in Rome, right? Exactly. <laughs> we're going to do what the other gangsters do. Exactly. So it looks like they might be around still because those pictures look quite new. Yes. They chose gray and black as their colors. They adopted local initiation rites, which, uh, you know, being jumped in. Uh, females would have the choice of being jumped in or sexed in, mm-hmm. which, as gross as it sounds, is kind of standard street gang protocol. Yes. That's usually how it kind of works. Mm-hmm. At one point, there was an all-female set called the Lady Rascal Gang, but it's now defunct, and all the members were accepted into the TRG. That's right. Cause, I mean, you think about it. Some of these gangs, man. Some of the ladies are a little bit more crazy than oh, some yeah. of the men. Yeah. And, you know, even if they're not putting in all the work, they're still the number one setup people. Right. They're involved in everything. Why have it separate? Well, and one thing that helped the TRG a lot, which we've also seen with MS-13. Now, this wasn't to the extent of MS-13, but a lot of these people, when they come from war- war-torn countries, they're willing to go to a different level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the street violence. crimes than people are used to mm-hmm. you know people are like oh you know we'll fist fight maybe pull some knives you know we'll shoot somebody every once in a while ms-13 they're coming from third world el salvador right. they will chase you down the street with a machete mm-hmm. right you know, you they're, know they're like some of these countries they cut your head off in front of everybody so right <laughs> they don't so, give a shit <laughs> so they're not afraid of your street fight like, we think we hardcore in America, but, like, out there, like, they're beating people, like, riding on bikes. Like, I just seen cops, like, beating fucking people for no reason, <laughs> just, like, riding a bike. Like, why? Why are you beating that guy? <laughs> they go through some shit out there. So, one of the big gangs that they not only served as an influence to their gang culture, but became their primary r- rival was a Hispanic gang called the Eastside Longos. And in the late 80s and early 90s, the Cambodians violently retaliated against continued harassment, and it led to an ongoing war with the Eastside Longos that spread from California to Seattle and led to the deaths of hundreds on both sides. So over time, the Tiny Rascal Gang, they abandoned being racially exclusive. So now technically, any race, could you could be a Tiny Rascal, but it's still primarily... Cambodians and other Asians. So there's a lot of Koreans and Chinese, but it's primary and Vietnamese. Sounds like black gangs. I don't I don't think I know any newer age black gang that is exclusively black. You can almost be whatever. It's whether you're down for the cause or not. Right. Now, because of if you're growing in a certain area and it's a predominantly black area, of course overwhelmingly it's gonna be black, but it's usually not that thing where your race is a big factor of whether you can get in or not. 
So over time, they got to a point where they obviously didn't have to click up just to protect themselves on the streets. And eventually the gang moves into traditional rackets like drug trafficking, extortion, burglary, and auto theft rings. The good stuff. They're highly mobile, so they've expanded to Cambodian communities in Rhode Island, uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, Virginia. They're kind of all over America. There was actually an incident in Holland, Michigan that yeah. was between the Tiny Rascal Gang and the Latin Kings. Holland, Whoa. Michigan. Yeah, in Holland, Michigan. A uh, Latin King killed a Tiny Rascal. No words on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there were gangs in Holland, Michigan. Well, I'm sure the dude was from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Just was out there hiding out or some shit. Yeah, we got Latin Kings in Detroit. So. Well, Listen, we did. There, there was a lot of, especially when we were younger, all the gangs in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Currently, there's an estimated 10,000 tiny rascal gang members nationwide. They're now running criminal rackets associated with the Outlaws Motorcycle Clubs and the Chinese Triad Groups. Okay, so they went they trying went to get to the big, big time. guys, yeah. yeah. On that street peddling shit. <laughs> you know what's funny? If I was in a gang or I was a gang leader, there's only one script I would be watching, and that is the script of the mob. Mm-hmm. They did everything, they ran everything, then they slowly converted to legit. Yeah. I don't know why in today's time you still want to be a criminal when you can do things legit. You already have the control. It's just, you know, making some small tweets. And don't get me wrong. When I say legit, it's with um, still with some quotation, you know, some quotes around it, air yeah. quotes. You know, for the most part, they've went legit. And so many of these. They other... operate in a lot of the gray area. Yes. Yes. And and so many other gangs have that opportunity and they, they just continue to be on the street level. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I You know, I grew up when I was younger, I grew up in a lot of gangs. And I, I always just look back like. What was the point? Like, all you guys did was, you guys did drugs, you didn't do anything, you just rob people, kill mm-hmm. people. For what? You ain't improving anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, where, where's your money going? It's kind of dark, but one thing I guess we will have learned doing this podcast, if you're going to be a criminal, OC, organized crime is the way to go. Because like yes, you said, it is. <laughs> random getting high in street fights yeah, and robberies. It's dumb. Yeah. yeah, you're just getting yourself in trouble, I'm sure. I don't, I don't remember if I said this on this podcast before, but I remember watching a video and it was a guy that he, he did some time in jail for doing like credit card fraud or something like that. He did like four years in jail. And so he was talking about a counterpart of his that they met and they both were doing big things, making money in the criminal world. But the other guy was selling drugs and stuff like that. And he's talking to the guy. He's like, I'm, I'm going to make up the year. I don't remember yeah. what year it is. Why in the world would you be selling drugs in 2016? Me and you both are criminals. We make about the same amount of money. If you get caught, you may go down for the rest of your life. If I get caught, I get a max of about seven to ten years. Yeah. Max. Right. Why would you do that? That's that's my ideology when I see some of this stuff. It's like, listen, if I would be a criminal, I'm going to be on the white collar side or something else right. where it's like, oh, we give them five years. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to do a day. Right. Start by saying that, but five years sound a lot better than twenty-five to life. Mm-hmm. That's why drugs changed the mafia because before drugs, you know, bootlegging they made a ton of money, but that was people would turn a blind eye. Politicians, police, everybody was in on that. Extortion was still, you know, you get trouble, you do your eight years to ten mm-hmm. years to, you know, whatever. But you mm-hmm. you shut your mouth, you come out, you now you got yep. a promotion, you're respected, everybody knows. Yep. We'll keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. As soon as drugs started coming in, that drug time, 
you know, 40 to life. And then, so what do guys do? They snitch. Yep. All right. That's the story of the tiny rascal gang. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Go on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. So what you guys think? First time doing a side story episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I never even heard of the Tiny Rascals, and it looks like they're still around, so... Well, now they work with legit organized crime, so... (laughs) Triads and shit. Seems like an interesting story. I think it's one of those things, especially, um, as you mentioned, it looks like they're still around. Be interesting to see, because I'd love to look into it a little bit more to understand what's going on, see if they made some transitions... You know, nowadays you never know. I mean, literally you have people that become stars that come out of these different gangs and stuff. You're like, oh, I never knew they were affiliated with right. XYZ. So. <laughs> like Snoop Dogg. I mean, well, you He's know, on a show with Martha Stewart, you know what I'm saying? He was a crip. <laughs> in California, I, I think it's like literally you come out of the wound and you got colors. I don't think there's anywhere where there's more gang and gang yeah. culture than California. Not in the U.S., well, and I see, I think it's suitingly went all the way back to Long Beach, back to Snoop in Long <laughs> back Beach. Back to Snoop. <laughs> um, well, look, here's, like I said, I do a lot of research. I watch a lot of outlaw stuff. So I was watching this show called Gangland, and they had a whole episode on the Tiny Rascal Gang. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's kind of crazy. I'd never heard of a Cambodian gang, and mm-hmm. they're like a, a big fucking gang. Mm-hmm. And then, like a week later, watching a completely different channel, completely different crime show, but they were talking about this guy that was like, that escaped prison one of his associates that he met in prison was this crazy guy and they're like and he was a reputed tiny rascal gang member and i'm like mm-hmm. wait a minute i've never heard of them in my whole life mm-hmm. and now i've heard of them twice in the last two weeks i'm covering them and then that's one of those things where you're like okay which tiny rascal are we gonna cover nothing there's no story <laughs> but you know what like i said we'll just fucking gang. cover it as a gang slap it out there and uh, they've been around, you said, since 75? Uh, since 80. It's funny you mentioned Gangland. <laughs> I cannot watch Gangland. You know why I can't watch it? They make everything just sound so scary. Yeah. This is the problem with scary stuff. It is scary if you're not there. Right. But when you're in the midst of certain things, and don't get me wrong, I'm still saying it's bad. Same reason why I don't watch the news. Mm. If I would watch the news, I would never go outside. Everybody's right. out to kill you. Every cop that pulls me over is going to shoot me. Like, it's it, the news is too bad. I want to go about my mm-hmm. life with a peace of mind. Listen, as you know, I've been really contemplating making a move yeah. toward the, the Southwest. You watch Gangland, especially you mentioned, like, the MS-13 earlier and stuff like that. Listen, I would never step foot in Arizona. Like, n- <laughs> none of those places. Like, listen, as soon as you come, they're going to chop your head off. Like, wait a minute. No, I don't, I don't want to go. Yeah, yeah, I can't Every watch time it, it Every time. Every time. Without fail. <laughs> My kids are older now, but when my kids were young, I'd rather watch a rated R movie around my kids than the news. <laughs> you know, we watch the news and it's a lot of rape and uh, choke their baby and shit. I don't want to have that conversation. Whatever. You accidentally see a couple titties on TV. We could, I could deal with that. It's Boobies. an awkward moment. We all move on. Boobies. All right. So this is Say Hello to the Bad Guy. Thanks for coming and thanks for listening. Say hello to the bad guy, bad guy. The good guy coming in last place. place. Smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy. The good guy coming in last place. Smell that dope when I pass by.
to be dads. Spent my birthdays in the trap. We had to work with what we had. She been working on a raise while trying to raise me like a man. Plus my daddy in the box and all my cousins in the cam, man. And I don't need a hundred friends. I just want a hundred bands, a hundred jugs, a hundred scams, ay, ay. So I don't money gram the hundred hams. Said I don't money grabbed a bunch of And bands. I ain't wanna fall victim to that system or the pistols. Fuck a judge with a grudge. I'm going crud for my mental ay, ay. And I still keep it on me. Run into your big homie. First you meet your dead homie. Ay. Yeah. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. Ay. The good guy come in last place. Last place. You smell that dope when I pass by. Pass by. Oh. I like my money at a fast pass. Say hello to the bad guy. Bad guy. Bye. 